Welcome to the Collinsville Football Podcast. I'm your host, John Miller, joined by the head coach and 2021 state champion, Lenny Gregory. And behind the microphone, our audio engineer, Bernardo Richardson. We'd like to thank Chili's at 9047 Lawrenceville Swanee Road, Lawrenceville, Georgia, for being our host for the Collinsville Eagle Podcast. Remember to stop by Chili's after the game and get yourself a drink, some great food, and some good times with friends. Remember Chili's. Last week's game recap sponsored by Chili's. It started off as a defensive shutout for both teams in the first half without any offenses really able to gain traction. However, the second half was dominated by the Eagles' defense, with the offense putting some timely points on the board with rushing touchdowns from Jakari Thomas and Chase Nash. The defense continued to hold the lead, preventing Mountain View from entering the end zone for the entirety of the night. Final score, 14-0 with your Eagles on top. Coach, welcome back to the win column, big guy. How's that feel? I know. It's... uh... Feels good, and um, it was good to see our kids uh, play a, uh, a game where they, you know, didn't really make mistakes and and uh, believed in the plan and and um, came out and played lights out on defense. And we uh, we found a run game, which was was good. You know, it's something that we hadn't scored a rushing touchdown all year until Friday. So for us to be able to come out and put a run game together and play great defense that's a good formula to win football games absolutely coach that's something I wanted to ask you about we really did a lot of damage on the ground what was it that the offensive staff saw that we were able to exploit against Mountain View with that real power run game because you were running at them you weren't going off the edge you were going at them all night long yeah I think uh, you know with what Mountain View was doing was giving us they were inviting us to, to run the football they were uh, playing a three-high safety a lot and and uh, just dropping in, in coverage and taking away a lot of our um, concepts in the passing game. Um, so we decided at halftime that we would come out and, and um, mix in the run, and we had d- different packages that we run the ball out of, and, um, you know, it, uh, it, was, it was spot on. It was also hugely helpful getting Jakari Thomas back from a little bit of an injury as well. That kid, that kid runs the football angry. Yes, and that was, you know, another that was another thing is having him back. You know, was was vital. Yeah, not only was it vital, it was it was a good game for the offensive line to kind of get some tempo and, and to really kind of do a good job of opening up some holes to allow Jakari to, to have the opportunity to kind of skirt through the Mountain View defense and pick up those tough yards, especially after contact. He was he was a he was a tough guy to bring down all night long. He's a special player. He's got great vision. Um, you know, he's tough, tenacious, and. Uh, you know, the kid's only a sophomore. I mean, I can't imagine where he's going and how good he's going to be by the time he's a senior. Um, but he's a special back. He's one of the best um, running backs that, that that I've coached, just natural running backs. And, and uh, he's got a bright future. And, again, like you said, I'm, you know, it's just glad to have him back. We lost him at Sandy Creek. Mm-hmm. And um, our run game has really suffered without him back there, you know. So, just great having him back. He's, he brings energy to practice every day. He's, he's one of the hardest practice players we got on the team, and the kids feed off him. Absolutely, they feed off him. Speaking of feeding, the defense fed all night long, Coach. They were in the backfield. They were disrupting pass plays. They were disrupting the run plays. They kept, they kept Mountain View out of the end zone the entire night. How proud of that defensive unit are you? Oh, uh, you know, you know I'm a defensive guy. I mean, that's no. – uh, 
you know, that's where I hang my hat and, and, and our kids, you know, really bought into the plan. Mountain View does some really good things on offense. They, you know, their, their coordinator came from Mercer where they're running kind of a shotgun wing tee and they've got some really interesting concepts that they do that it required our kids to be very disciplined, you know, from, you know, the guy sitting in the stands doesn't see all the things and checks and motions and things like that that our kids had to make. And, um, you know, and out of that, they had a lot of good play action stuff. So, you know, for us to pitch a shutout against them was huge. It was, it was, you know, they're a really good team. They got a scheme and, and um, that is, you know, requires a lot of discipline to play against. So, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of our, our kids. And, you know, we always say this, a shutout in our program is, is, a, um, is a credit to everybody. The scout team, offense for controlling the ball, our defense players for executing, um, even our trainers, right, making sure we're healthy. Hey, you got to have healthy kids to be able to play. <laughs> I take pride in that, making sure those kids are able to get out there on the field. Absolutely. So we talked about last week, which was great, but last week is last week, Coach. Right. We're done with it. Yep. We uh, celebrated on Saturday. We're done on Sunday, back to work on Monday. Um, we've got a test in front of us. Uh, there's no way to put, put it any other differently. And we've I think we've had three pretty good days of practice in terms of having a really good Monday, a really tight Tuesday practice where we had to kind of shorten it up in the afternoon, but we were able to get some stuff done during the school day. And I think you said it, we went a little bit long today on Wednesday um, because we were just, just, we just had to. What impressed you from the kids this week in practice? What, 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 what's your takeaway from the three kind of tough days of practice? Yeah, I, I, I tell you the thing that I'm most encouraged by right now is that our kids' energy is going up. If you come out and watch us practice, we're flying around, we're, we're practicing extremely hard right now, and our kids are, um, I mean, they're fully locked in, which is a great sign for me as a coach because, you know, you look at, you look at a team, you look at their record and say, you know, they're three and four, and you, know, you, you, know, you expect to see something different at practice. But we're practicing like a 10 and 0 football team right now, and that's because our kids understand what the standard is. They want to win. They're competitive, and um, and these kids love football. So uh, they get it. They get it that we've had a really tough schedule, and um, but we can't look at the record. We got to look at each week. Right. As you know, as one and 0 and lock in. And so we're doing that right now, and that's why. I feel like we're having a lot of energy in practice and kids are really locked in. They're excited to be playing football right now. Absolutely. And I forgot to mention who we are playing. We are playing Mill Creek this week. This is probably the matchup to find out who's going to be end up being the two seed in the region behind, well, let's be really honest, the, Buford is pretty much favored to win the region right now with wins over us and Mill Creek last week. Um, so this can determine whether or not we get ourselves a home playoff game. So this is a big one for us, isn't it, Coach? It's huge. It's huge. The chance to to get a home playoff game and uh, play against a lower seed, you know. So, you know, we'll, the kids understand that. Coach's staff understands that. And so everything has been, you know, we've been focused on just trying to figure a way to go 1-0 this week. We've got, we've got to go on the road. We've got to be road warriors. And uh, we've got to play great. They're – uh, last year, you know, a lot of those kids returned from last year's team, and we played them in Game Ten last year. And uh, I think they were—I think we were ranked number one, and they were ranked number two. 
in the state last year when we played. Um, so those kids are back. They got a lot of talent. Um, they got a lot of seniors. So our young kids are going to have to step up and, and be mature and, and go play. Absolutely, Coach. Coach, I want to thank you for your time. Uh, we'll come back to you at the end of the podcast for a final word. Uh, but next up, we're going to be speaking with a few of our Players of the Week. We want to send a special thanks to Susan Plunkett for sponsoring our Players of the Week. Our Player of the Week, Isaiah Richardson. Isaiah, you become almost a regular on the podcast, coming back at least once a week just to, just to get your name out there. How are you doing today? doing great so tell me during the game you're playing offense you're playing defense you had the opportunity to score but you didn't score I kind of gave you I, I gave you a little bit of a hard time on the sidelines about that talk to me about the play talk to me about what you saw and and could you could you have getting gotten one more yard to get into that end zone or we just had too many guys all over you well so basically I rolled out to the left and the ball was a little low so I scooped down to catch it and I got back up, and the dude was in my face. So I tried to stiff arm him, but he gripped my pass. I started driving him about 10 yards. And when I was at the one, uh, somebody else came and knocked both of us over. I feel like maybe I might have been able to reach out, reach out and get that touchdown. But my back was turned to the touchdown. I was basically backpedaling. Okay, so your father's sitting next to me right now. His hand, His head is in his hands. He's, he really wanted you to score. I really do you have, do you have a message for your pops? You got to say sorry to him. You be like, hey, man, I'll, I'll get one next, next, next week for you, next game for you? Uh, I'll get one. I'll get one next week, of course. But would you have scored that? That's what I need to say. Would you have scored that? Nah. You're, it, 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 you can't see him, but Bernardo is shaking his head up and down in the affirmative that Bernardo would have used one of his massive biceps to get that ball over the uh, the end zone, and he would have scored. Isaiah, I want to congratulate you on the win. Congratulates on being uh, player of the week. Thank you. Absolutely. Our offensive player of the week is Jakari Thomas, who was unable to uh, join us today. Our defensive player of the week was Deuce Geralds. Our special teams player of the week was Atticus Joseph. And our scout team player of the week, quarterback, T.J. Wilcox. T.J., welcome to the podcast. How are you doing, my friend? What's up, Coach? Oh, man, not much. Just hanging out, talking with you guys about a little bit of football. Let me ask you a question. As the quarterback for the scout team, you're not only quarterback for the scout team, you're backup quarterback. So you're kind of running double duty out there. You've yeah. got to be prepared to enter the game should anything happen to Mikey, which has happened mm -hmm. this year. But at the same time, you've kind of got to – kind of got to play both roles where you're playing the opposing quarterback is do you find that difficult kind of that dichotomy between playing you know that that scout team guy where maybe he's a little bit more of a runner and then going doing more of you which is more of you're more of the pocket passer you do have good wheels you can't yeah. get out of trouble mm -hmm. do, you, do you find that difficult or are you, are you more comfortable are you comfortable in that in that role i mean really being scout is like getting the defense the best Look, I can. So I really just talked to Coach Swift before. He told me the plan. He told me what the quarterback likes to do, his tendencies, and I like to like execute during practice and really just help our defense out so they can execute during the game. That's beautiful. Um, let me ask you another question. Do you trash talk the defense when you throw those touchdown passes? When you throw those beautiful balls where only your guy can get it? Are you looking at the linebackers and saying what? 
I mean, not I wouldn't talk to them in person, like not on the field, but when you're in the locker room, there is a lot of trash talking going okay. on. Okay, so so you're not afraid to have a little bit of trash talk, have a little bit of nah, swagger about you, right? Not at all. All right. Do you have a message for Eagle Nation, the people that are listening to this? Because remember, this kid is a sophomore. Mm-hmm. You know, he's projected to be be our guy next year. Do you have a message for Eagle Nation? I'm saying um, just wait. Our time coming. Our time coming. The time is coming. Mr. Wilcox, I want to congratulate you on winning Scout Team Player of the Week. Thank you, Coach. Absolutely, my friend. Our Hair on Fire Award goes to Donnie Griffin. The Hammer goes to freshman Deuce Geralds. And the Wood, linebacker, sophomore, he's been on the podcast before. He's got a 1,000 megawatt smile, Javion Hatch. Mr. Hatch, how are you doing today, son? I'm doing good. So the Wood, tell me what the Wood is. What What are we celebrating for you when you get the wood the best hit the best hit yeah. okay so i don't know what the hit was i wasn't there in meetings so what i need you to do is get in there in that microphone t- talk to me about the hit tell me what happened all right so basically they ran a screenplay and then i came down strong and then i hit the wide receiver as hard as i can What's going through your mind when you see either a wide receiver or a back Who's catching a ball and they're and they're in a little bit of a vulnerable position? Do you, do you see the opportunity to strike at that point and oh, then you just take your opportunity and just make the most of it? Make the most of it. Are you are you a, what what Coach G would call a contact craver? Yeah. Most you definitely. you love contact. I do. I love contact. What's your favorite thing about playing Mike linebacker? Um, we gotta set the tone, get everybody in position. It's not like a one man thing you got to just help the whole team out and then the thing is you're a leader so basically you got to do what you got to do to make the defense a family you know what i'm saying absolutely mr hatch and listen if you come and watch this young man play what number are you so we can point you out number 33 double threes <laughs> out there on the field you're going to watch this kid pointing out a lot of stuff this kid is an absolute player he's going to be fun to watch over the next 3 years mr hatch it's always a pleasure having you on the podcast, you. my friend. I appreciate it. Absolutely, bud. Up next, our lineman of the week, Big Daddy Logan Arnold. Logan, you've been on the podcast before, but it's been a while. I want to welcome you back. Tell us, how's it feel to be named lineman of the week? Um, it feels good. Um, I'm proud of myself. I just always try to, like, uh, always pancake people when I can. Uh, yeah do my job, get people on the ground when I can, finish blocks. So for those of uh, us who don't know maybe your face because you are one of the big big guys up front making holes for the, uh, for the, for the backs, what position do you play? What number are you? Uh, I play center and I'm number 79. Number 79, you play center. And a couple of times I see you lying on top of the opposing players. What's that about? Uh, I mean, they're soft. Pancake you're soft. Okay. All right. So you're basically it's 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 a it's a what tactic? Is is it intimidation? Trying to intimidate the guy? I'm just trying to hurt them. I mean, legally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. As long as when, when you're on the field, you can hurt someone. Okay. Hurt someone legally, and it's okay. And no, you're not going to get in trouble for it. Yeah. Well, Mr. Arnold, we want to congratulate you on winning alignment of the week number 79. He's playing center for you. Up next, the final word from Coach Gregory. Coach, 
Talk about like those kids that we just brought up, a bunch of a special group of young men who are just good, good kids. Uh, they're an example of, of our culture and you know what what we're about, what the standard is. Great kids, um, passionate about being a student athlete. Uh, they do all the right things. You, I, I heard you mention contact craver. You know, there's I always say there's three types of football players. You got a contact craver a contact tolerator, and a contact avoider. You know, all those kids that came up here, they're contact cravers, and they want to play football, and they love the game. And, you know, we're not talking about being dirty. We're talking about, you know, being physical and, and, and playing the game the right way. And and uh, those guys do that, and, and they're, uh, you know, you, you would want those guys on your team. Yeah, absolutely. One thing that I notice is that there's a lot of young guys that we're bringing up, Coach. I <laughs> mean, I let's see. I don't know see. if you've been at any of our games, but we're playing a ton of them. Like Jakari Thomas, who won Offensive Player of the Week, a sophomore. Deuce Gerald's a freshman. Atticus Joseph, a freshman. T.J. Wilcox, sophomore. sophomore. Donnie, senior. Deuce, fresh. Coach, there are a bunch of babies out there, and we are competing at the highest level. Yes, the future's bright at, at Collins Hill. Um, you know, it's um, yeah, we've had our little bumps here, but you know, there's no need to panic and think that that we've gone away. We're uh, every week we get older. You know, those we start the season with a sophomore. Uh, right now, they're getting ready to become juniors. You know, so as a season, if we can just keep this season going. Uh, we're we're going to mature, and, and these kids are learning the game. Uh, there's so many lessons of the game that they're they're learning. Just football, you know, playing. It's it's one thing to play uh, JV or, or ninth grade, or you know, uh, rec recreational football. To play varsity football at the seven A level is an education. It it really is, mm -hmm. and that's why you know experience is is so vital. But it also goes to show you how talented we are. That we're hanging, we hung in there. I mean, you look at the Buford game, and it's uh, it's ten to three, just almost the end of the third quarter. Right. So these guys are, I mean, they're they're playing football, and and we're getting better. So you know, if I'm an Eagle fan or I'm in the community wondering what's going on, there ain't nothing going on. We're we're right where we need to be. Yeah. And uh, the if you look out on the horizon, you know, I think. Um, the, the future is really bright. Absolutely, it's really bright. Coach, I want to give you the last word. Any Anything you got to say to Eagle Nation about the game on Friday? Where else would you want to be, right, on a Friday night? If you if you live in in the Collins Hill School District, you you had a, a, you had a, uh, a student um, go through the school and or you got a current student at school. And if you're a student at the school, right, you need to make plans to be the 12th man, travel with us over to, to Mill Creek, and, uh, and, and, and be, be our support, be our 12th man, and come out and watch the Eagles play. <clears throat> and um, we, we appreciate that. And we're, we're, we're really, we really would, would like to see that, a big crowd of ours go over and follow us over there. And let me add a little bit onto the back of that. If you don't think our young men feed off of that, the energy that we bring from the from the crowd, well, you're wrong. We do. Those boys love it when they got big crowds. They play great in front of big crowds. We play great on TV. So, listen, Eagle Nation, 
Where do you need to be at 7.30 p.m. on Friday? You need to be at Mill Creek High School in the stadium screaming your head off watching us go ahead and get ready to play those uh, those Warhawks. Right, Coach? Amen. A couple of reminders. If you are going to be there on Friday, bring yourself a blanket, some gloves, a hoodie, jacket, warm socks. Show up. Prepare to be a little bit chilly. But if you're hollering and screaming, you're going to have a great time. It's going to keep you warm. And never forget, it's a great day to be an Eagle.